Welcome to the Ultimate Vanderpump Rules Rewatch Podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Lindsay. And we're your hosts of VPR Rewind. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Um, Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, Steph. Well, would it be Happy Tuesday? Because they're listening. Oh, yeah, they are listening to it. What did I say? What am I thinking? No, you said Happy Tuesday. No, you said Happy Tuesday. I just, I don't know what I'm thinking. It's Wednesday. And so I was. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm. We're recording ahead of time and it's nighttime and, you know, we get it mixed up sometimes. Yeah. Sorry. Big deal. I know. That's that's totally fine. Um, Before we get into this episode, I did want to say that I attempted to watch House of Villains and I only made it like 20 minutes in. It's very scripted. And so I just like couldn't, um, couldn't get into it. Like it's supposed to be reality TV, but you can tell that it's scripted. So I'm like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. <laughs> um, that yeah, when, when you can see that they are scripted, like you can tell 100. percent Like it just makes it so bad. And it's like, yeah, the producers, like, why are you putting this out there? Like people are going to know this is not real reality. I, I I know people still watch it though. I don't some it's. It's some people's thing, but it's not mine. So I will not be watching the rest of that. I also tried to give Sandoval's podcast another shot, and that's still a hard no for me. I can't do it. It's just <laughs> so bad. But today we are on season two, episode seven. This episode is titled Addicted. Um, I took a whole mess of notes. So you guys might get an hour out of us today because <laughs> I got a lot to it, talk about. It, yeah. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode opens with Katie and Sassy going to get their vaginas and buttholes waxed. Um, really sorry to you guys that are listening out there. Uh, Lindsay's husband, Josh. Hey, I'm going to talk about vaginas and buttholes. So sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no other way around it. Like we just, this is just no. part of the show. I he's totally I have sure. I have never done either and I never would absolutely not lasers yeah. where it's at I think yeah but I feel like if you're gonna go through that pain it should be permanent absolutely <laughs> like maybe if it was a yes. permanent solution I could endure it for one time but to just have to put yourself through that every like I've heard people go sometimes every like four to six weeks like that's kind of like and I'm like oh at, no no, no. No, that, thank you. Not for me. Uh, but Sassy apparently goes often. So she brings Katie along with her. It's Katie's first time. And so Stassi goes first and Katie watches, which I'm not sure was a smart move on her part because she can see how no. painful it is. And she even watches Sassy get her butthole waxed. I mean, we basically all watch it because the technician is like, okay, spread your cheeks. And then they show Stassi like spreading her butt cheeks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, the lady was like, just keep them, keep your, keep them open. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And Stassi if was just you, like, it's okay. It like hurts, but it's okay. <laughs> if you went and did it, would you let a friend come in the room and watch? It, it would just depend on the friend. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Like they would have to be pretty close. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, ideally, sure. no. Like, ideally, I would not probably have anybody because I would just be a hot mess because I'd be like, <laughs> I'd probably cry. I'll be honest with you. I'll cry. And yeah. I mean, I can, I have a high po- pain tolerance, but me too. something about hair does not sit well with me. Um, mm. I get my eyebrows threaded, which people say hurts worse than wax. Um. And I'm I'm good with just that minimal pain on my eyebrows to have it mm-hmm. anywhere else. No, thank you. Yeah. I have a high pain tolerance too. And like stuff like this doesn't typically bother me. Um, and I'm like you. It would like if it, if it was a close friend, I would mm-hmm. let them also come in and watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a pretty personal thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. For when, sure. Yeah. When it's Katie's turn. I'm wondering how long it's been since she's like maintained anything down there because there was a lot of wax paper being pulled off. And at one point the technician is like, we were able to get the hairs from one side of the vagina lip, but not the other side. Do you want to do the other side? And Katie's like, no. So she's just going to go with one side of her vagina clean 
and the other side with like a five o'clock shadow. Like, mortified when she, when she said that i was like oh my god the pain must have just been, unless she has a low pain tolerance i don't maybe. know but, it but you're already there she, like just get it over. yeah you might as well it. just finish it yeah bite the bullet stuff a sock in your mouth let's get it <laughs> right i just had to crack up when she was like i'm just gonna be old school with my bick <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i'm like amen amen oh my gosh um, so needless to say, uh, she also decides not to get her butthole waxed. She's like, I'm going to, I'm out of here with one lip done and I'm good. So, yep. The waxing place, they serve, um, cocktails when you're done getting your most intimate parts ripped to shreds, which is a genius move on their part. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, Katie, and I don't know why I just said it like that. Yeah. And that was that was weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so while Katie and Sassy are enjoying their drinks, Sassy gets a text from Jax that says he isn't ready to date anyone else, and she still has his heart. But Katie and Sassy both agree that he's repulsive, and Stassi thinks he might be a sex addict. Which I'm like, you think? Is it? But is it every guy on the planet like they I all mean- want sex as much as they can get it? Hopefully with just one person. That's, that's with him. True. He doesn't care yeah. who it's with. Yeah, so, that's a very good point. I didn't really think about that, I guess. I mean, they can be a sex addict as long as they want to keep it with one person. Go ahead and have it all you want. Yeah. But when you start bouncing like from girl to girl, like I wouldn't even want, I mean, not. I'm not shaming. There's no body count shaming, but I wouldn't even want to know how many bodies. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, he tells you later Jack Taylor. in the episode. So oh, Lord. You're about to know anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That part. But I'm saying like total uh, over yeah. his lifetime. Oh, right, right. Um, Yeah, I guess that's a good point, though. Like, it's one thing if you're doing it with the same person. It's a totally different thing if you're yeah. doing it with a ton of different people. And you Green. should be a sex addict with your significant other one person. Yeah. <laughs> Um, during a shift at Sir, Sheena tells Stassi that her first article is up on Pandora's website, and Stassi's like, "Great, I'll go look at it and make mean comments." And I think she's just <laughs> she says it in like a joking voice, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she's going to go do. And in yes. Sheena's interview, she says that even though she isn't a professional makeup artist, she does her own makeup every day, so she's very knowledgeable in the field. So, so and she far, had friends and family that were makeup artists. Yeah. Like, I have a family member that's a doctor, but I'm not a doctor. Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't be giving medical advice. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So far, by Sheena standards, I can be a singer because I was a cheerleader. And I can have my own makeup column because I do my own makeup. <laughs> like, yep. One thing about Salt Sheena day. is that she does not lack confidence at all. No. Which is a great thing to have because I certainly do not have the confidence she has. Yeah, it's I a little too much. Yeah. She's crossing the line. But it just seems like nobody can if if anybody says anything to her, like she just does not care. Like she's just like I'm still the shit. Like <laughs> yes. And she's good yeah. with it. <laughs> um weirdly they seem to be having some banter back and forth because I didn't think that they were like friends at this point and then Sheena asked Stassi if she wants to grab a drink and proofread her next article. So I guess they're at least like trying to be cordial with each other. Yeah. I don't really know. They don't like touch on it. And at this point anyway, but at the end of the night, the girls are cashing out their tips and Danny says $612. And at first I thought that was how much she made in tips in one night. But then I remember mm-hmm. season one that they pool their tips because remember, she now wanted it to be like at Villa Blanca, where you eat oh. whatever tips you make for yourself at the end of the night. And Stasi was like, that's not yeah. going to work here. So, so they had to split that money then? Yes. Yeah. Like that was the total? Yes. Oh, Lord. Okay. So then I got curious about how much they actually make working at this restaurant. So I deep dived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and according to cheatsheet.com, the hourly wage for the wait staff right right now at Sir is eleven dollars and forty one cents. That's on average, but you could make up to seventeen dollars and twenty 
cents an hour, like if you were really good or if you had been there a while. Either way in LA, like this is pretty much poverty level. You're at like $22,000 a year. Um, well, I think Michigan, we're, I mean, we're even lower. I think waitresses get paid like less than or around like $3. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I am pretty sure that they are around the $3 range is an hour. And then they work for tips basically. Oh my I could God. be wrong, but the last I, mean, I right. knew. That sounds, that sounds right. We could Google it, but you the guys can write into us and let us know. <laughs> yeah. If you're a waitress, let us know in how Michigan. it works and what state you're from. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can do all states. Um, okay. So that is what you get paid hourly. But your tips can range anywhere from $2,400 a year to $43,000 a year, probably just depending on how often you work and what shifts and like how good you are. But the average is $17,600 a year. So if you made the average hourly wage, $11.41, and you worked 40 hours a week, and you made average tips, your yearly salary is roughly $41,000. You might be able to live off that in a very small town around here, like if you don't have children to take care of as well. Oh, yeah. But no Mm -hmm. way in hell are you living off that in LA. Unless you have seven roommates in a two-bedroom apartment. Exactly. I, and I assume they probably work more than 40 hours a week, but still, like, no wonder they're always complaining about not having any money. It's because they don't fucking have any money. <laughs> right. Yeah. But again, that brings me back to, like, why wouldn't you just go get a new job? I don't. I, I mean, at this point now, like, they're on a yeah. show, so that's why. But, like, before that, why wouldn't you just go work somewhere else? But Correct. Okay. Back to the show. Lisa stops by at the end of the night to see how things are going. She stops by at Sir to see how things are going. And Peter invites her to his 30th birthday celebration. But she wasn't born yesterday. And she knows that the staff invites her to things like this, most likely so that she will pay their tab. So she politely declines. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you don't want to here. I'm not going to go. I'll just ruin the party. <sighs> Before everyone leaves for the night, Jax confronts Stassi and is like, hey, what is going on? I thought we were good and you told me to go date other people. And she's like, yeah, you should go date other people, but I don't need you to fucking talk about it right in front of me. And then she just goes off. Like she's clearly been holding this in for a long time. She tells Jax that he's a bad person, a sociopath, pathological liar, and that he needs to stop calling and texting her. And if he doesn't, she will quit her job just to get away from him. I'm like, damn. It was so funny to me when, like, she walks up and you think they're just going to have, like, this normal conversation and then shit just goes off. Like, yes. I just yeah. thought it was, like, a hide. you need a drink for your table or whatever. And then it was just like, nope, nope. <laughs> it came, yeah, out of nowhere, kind of. Which is why I'm like, she's been holding this in for a while. Yeah, it's stewing. Yeah. So cut to Jackson's in interview and he's like, I don't I don't understand. She told me to move on and I did. And now she's mad. Like, damned if I do, damned if I don't. No, dude, just don't mm-hmm. go bragging about it to everyone <gasps> right in front of her. Like, do what you want, but and, and that, yeah. <laughs> right. Once again. And you don't have to, I mean, and, and not necessarily private. You just don't have to sh- like shove it in her face. Like yeah. You can have like whatever you're doing and like people can know about it, whatever, but maybe don't like initiate a conversation about it in front of her. Yeah. Maybe don't talk about it when you have to be stuck in a small space, like on a float for two hours. Maybe that's not the best. It just drives me nuts because I'm like, how they just need to not work together. <laughs> for real. They really don't. I think it would just be so much easier. They cut back to the scene of them talking and Stasi tells Jax, I don't like you. And Jax is like, after everything I've done, and Stassi is like, yeah, exactly. After everything you've done, which is Stassi with the one-liner again. Like, she's known for the mm-hmm. season, and she does them well. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good one. Yeah. They end the conversation with Stassi saying that she doesn't even want to be friends with him at this point, that she doesn't even have enough feelings for him to cry over the things he's done anymore. And Jax tells her that she's a bitch, which is not an insult to Stassi. It's a compliment. 
So Cassie one, Jack <laughs> zero. Um, and this, mm-hmm. this last part of the conversation happens like in front of the entire staff of Sir. They're sitting around like counting their tips and these two are just going at it in front of them. But that's par for the course. Everybody knows everybody's business. Yep. The next scene is of Tom and Kristen getting ready to go out to dinner. Kristen is still <laughs> rocking the 12-year-old boy whose mom hasn't taken him to get his haircut style. <laughs> I thought she was going to wear that out to dinner. Thank God she did not. Yeah. Um, in his interview, Tom says his relationship with Kristen is important to him. So he wants to make an effort to fix things. And I... I hate him because he seems so fucking genuine, but I know that he's not, but he is so good at being believable. Like I, I thought in that moment that he, he sounded like he really did care about his relationship and like wanted it to work. But I know that. Yes. And that's what I don't understand with him is like, he is just so smooth with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. She did look cute. I thought like her outfit was cute after she got ready though. When she went out. I agree. And like it I said, nice her hair down. So thank God for yeah. that. Over at Jax's apartment, Tom Schwartz stops by for a visit. As soon as he walked in the door, I was like, what in the old Navy tech vest is he wearing? And then <laughs> Jax was like, hold on, my phone is ringing. And he answers a pretend phone and says to Schwartz, Backstreet Boys wants their vest back. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, though, that style is really back now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, Jax, we haven't forgotten the Aladdin vest that you wore to take Stassi to dinner. So, like, maybe don't jump oh my gosh. the train so quickly. <laughs> um, Jax oh. is getting ready to go on a date with a customer from Sir, and Tom has brought him over a box of condoms, which I highly doubt Jax uses any of those. Um, no. And Jax is trying to pick out an outfit and he says he's going to wear his go-to shirt. So let's just hope it's not the best. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's probably like that white cotton shirt that he changed into from his previous white shirt. Um, speaking of dates, Tom and Kristen's date is not going well. Kristen is vegetarian. I didn't know that. He, uh, she, I don't think she ever has really talked about it until now. Okay. Yeah, she's been. She says she's been vegetarian since she was 11 years old. So she doesn't eat any meat, or she doesn't eat like beef, chicken, fish, like no kind of meat whatsoever. Um, and Tom had told her that he checked with the restaurant to make sure they had vegetarian options, and it is very clear yeah. that he, in fact, did not do that. <laughs> yeah. So, because what did they give her? Two options on the menu. Yeah, and one she was, was like, like spicy, I don't like spicy stew. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like the shit that they oh, gosh. the family used to eat on um, the original Willy Wonka movie. Like the grandparents and the little boy and the mom. Did they like have oh, my God. all the time when they're cooking on that pot <laughs> on the stove? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so that's what Kristen's choice is for dinner. Um. She's basically just going to drink her dinner, which is nothing new anyway, and should definitely lead to a quiet, peaceful night, I'm sure. Tom tries to distract her by asking her what is going on with Stassi and Jax, but that backfires quickly when Kristen turns the conversation into one about loyalty. (laughs) And they cut to Tom in his interview saying that most of his relationship with Kristen is damage control. Like, I wonder whose fault that is, Tom. Yeah. Like, called her a ticking time bomb. I'm like. Yeah. There wouldn't have any damage control if there wasn't any damage being done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is just. But once again, he just doesn't want to take responsibility. No. No. So. Jax is on his date with a girl named Paige. And apparently his go-to shirt is just anything unbuttoned. Because he's just wearing a white unbuttoned shirt with a black jacket over it. Yeah, Paige is apparently from Jersey Shore, and Jax is like, "You should take me there. I'll fit right in." Right in, and it was like a light bulb went on in my head. I was like, "No doubt, this is a that is exactly where Jax belongs." Like, I could totally yeah. see him and Paul him in the house. like out on the town mm-hmm. together <laughs> in the old situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the show oh that Jax should have been on. She tells him that. 
she's not looking for anything serious. She just wants to have fun. No strings attached. And Jax's eyes light up like a kid in a candy store. Like this is exactly what he wants to hear. So he invites her back to his apartment after dinner. And I think we can guess the rest of what happens there. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for like the camera to like follow them back to his apartment and like show him just being like a complete douchebag. But then I was like, yeah. I didn't even record. So no, these are all my white unbuttoned shirts and these are all yeah. the pants that I wear them with. And this is my bike hanging on the wall. <laughs> Do you want to sit here? This is where my ex-girlfriend Stassi used to sit. The next scene shows Jax at Sir. I don't know if it's the next day or like, I don't know, a week later. But anyway, it's during the day. It's like, I don't know, afternoon, I guess. And he's talking to one of the barbacks and saying that he's slept with six or seven girls in the last two weeks. And he's on a downward spiral trying to get Stassi out of his system. And in walks Lisa, and she's like, you look like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and he does does not ever hold back. I love it. No, she doesn't. And she calls Jax out on the way he's behaving towards Saucy. She calls it revenge dating, and I think that is the perfect term for it. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. And he tells Lisa he's thinking about going to therapy, and this time he's going to tell his therapist the truth. As opposed to last year when he went and lied about when he was clearly lying to her face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he said that and he's like, I'm ready to tell the truth. I was like, no, you're fucking not. (laughs) Like, no, you're not. You're going to go there and you're going to tell her the truth about some stuff. And then you're going to like still lie and be like, oh, it feels so good to tell the truth. Exactly. No. Stassi and Sheena are meeting up so that Sheena can run her article for the website by Stassi. And she says since Pandora likes Stassi's work that she might as well get Stassi's opinion. So then instead of handing her iPad to Stassi so that Stassi can just read it, Sheena reads it out loud to her across the table in a noisy bar. And you can tell that Stassi is like straining to hear her. But then I realized, oh, duh, if she doesn't read it out loud, then the viewers won't know what it says. Like we wouldn't know if she didn't read it out loud. But then I feel like maybe, I don't know, they should have had Stassi read it out loud. Because oh, there's yeah, like that bits and better. Bar, I don't know. That but been. I was just kind of like, uh, for me, like looking back on this scene, I am like, I get where Sheena's coming from about like, she wants her opinion. But I feel like I would be cautious with that because of the situation between her and Stassi, like it's not the greatest. So I would almost be like, feel bad. Like Stassi would try to sabotage my article because of the whole tension between Pandora and Stassi and Sheena in the beginning of like this whole thing when Sheena was going to start writing. Yeah. Like there was a lot of bitterness. So I honestly was expecting this lunch to go where like Stassi's like, Oh no, put this in there or put this in there. And (laughs) then it was like going to twist and then mm-hmm. Pandora was going to be like, what the fuck is this, Sheena? Like, this it looks like shit. <laughs> and then Stassi would just be like giggling in the corner like, got you. That's how I thought it was going to go down. Yeah, I think. Okay, so here is my thought on that. First of all, I think that Sheena went to Stassi because she is just like Stassi is the it girl. She is the head bitch of the group. And if Sheena can get in with her, then she's good. She's golden. So I yeah. think she's just like still trying to win Saucy's approval. But I think that it went down the way that it did because I think that was a scene set up by, by producers. Okay. Um, and so I think Stassi was a little bit coached on what to say. And the reason that I think that is because when the waiter brings the bill over at the end of the scene, she knows like, I've mm-hmm. got this one. And she like pulls out her credit card. She kind of looks at the camera and smiles. She's not supposed to, but she <laughs> I didn't get this that. look. And I'm like, okay, so production paid for this, but you want, yeah. they, they let you look like you are paying for it. So you can look like you're like, yeah. you've fallen. Yeah. So I think that was a scene set up by producers. I could be totally wrong, uh, but that's just, that's just my take on Could it. Be. So I think that's why Stassi didn't say probably what she like actually wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know that it's not, I know that this 
series in particular is not, they say it's not scripted. And I don't think it is to the extent that like most other reality shows are, but I know that some scenes are being set up, you know? Yeah. Like maybe not necessarily completely scripted, but like pushed in that direction. Like, Hey, let's talk about this. Yes. Yes. That kind of thing. So Stassi does tell tell Sheena the article is good. And then they get into a discussion about why their friendship fell apart. In short, Sheena runs and tells everything to Lisa. And she complained that Stassi didn't reach out to her about her tooth surgery, which we already know. And so Lisa was giving Stassi the cold shoulder because of that. But Mm -hmm. Sheena now is saying, well, I talked to Lisa and I told her we were sorting everything out. And Stassi's like, no, that's the exact problem is that you're always running and telling Lisa every little thing. And Sheena says, well, I'm fixing the problem, so you should be thanking me. But it's a problem that Sheena caused in the first place. So she should be fixing it. Like a thank you isn't required. Yeah, do your damage control. Yeah, yeah. We also find out in the scene that apparently Stassi is going to Cabo for her birthday. Like, this is the first time she mentions it. It must be coming up. It actually might be the next um, episode. But. Ooh, okay. I hadn't heard her say anything about it before then. Had you? No. Mm-mm. So, that should be interesting. Peter's 30th birthday party has finally arrived. It is a typical LA nightclub. Loud music, neon lights, fog machines, VIP area. And everyone has showed up, including Lisa and Ken. The only person missing is Jax. He decided not to go. That was probably for the best because there ended up being enough drama without him. (laughs) Yes, I was shocked. Um, I think he was probably out with another girl, if I had to guess. Hold real quick. You can edit this out. But do you hear the echo? No. Okay. I can. Do you have an echo? Like when. Oh, now it's gone. Okay, never mind. Okay, proceed. All right. Lisa buys everyone a round of drinks and she's dancing and taking shots, but she pulls Danny aside and says, You guys need to do something. It's his 30th birthday. Like, shake it up a little bit. Well, Sheena overhears this. (laughs) (laughs) And she takes it upon herself to push Peter down into a seat and then give him what she considers a lap dance, I guess. I was appalled yeah i was literally like like, first of all she's just like awkwardly moving her body really fast i just don't think that was um, i i just was like watching and i'm like where the fuck is your boyfriend he's there and and that's what i then i saw that he was there finally but i'm like why the fuck would you be doing that yeah like uh, but I, Shay doesn't even care. He like doesn't. I, which doesn't I was even, crazy. Like, face him. My husband would be like, "Get your ass over here! Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, we're leaving. Get your shit. Let's go. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? He'd be grounded for a month. I'm um, just like, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Her and Shay's relationship is very odd. Um, I think that he is just like happy to be with an attractive girl so he's not gonna put yeah. up about anything not that he's bad looking or anything like that but i just think that yeah he's just he doesn't he, i mean i've said it since day one he doesn't really they don't really seem like they would be he doesn't look like the guy she would try to go for i guess yeah Kristen, katie christina and Stasi all go outside and they sit in like a little patio area. They're in the alley of this fucking restaurant. Okay. Like we're Back just in the alley where all the shit goes down. Yeah. Um, they're all talking shit about Sheena. Well, mostly Katie is. But meanwhile, Sheena is standing off to the side out of sight, but able to hear everything that Katie is saying. So she sits down at the table with them and starts to stick up for herself. And Kristen says, why are you even sitting here? No one is friends with you. And Sheena's like, oh, Stassi, I didn't realize we weren't friends. And Stassi is turned away from her, hiding her face, pretending that she's lighting a cigarette. Like she won't even acknowledge that Sheena is sitting there. It's real. I, yeah, I was like, damn, Stassi, like that's cold as fuck. Like, no. Yeah. 
she need she needed to speak up and say something. And her excuse is that Katie is so drunk that if she stood up for Sheena, Katie would start verbally attacking her. But then, like, pull Sheena aside and talk to her one-on-one. I just personally yeah. think this is, like, another circumstance where people are fighting over Stassi, like Frank and Jax did. Yeah. And she yeah. just secretly loves it, so she doesn't want to try and stop it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Sheena eventually leaves the table and goes back inside, but Shay stays outside to talk to the girls. I think in hopes that he can try to like reconcile the situation and maybe just like calm everybody down. But yeah, Katie's on another level. She tells him that Sheena is garbage and a sad soul. And <laughs> that was a little too far for me. Um, for, like for her to say those uh, things. Yeah. I, when she started going off, I was like, you could hear in her voice the way she was talking that she was wasted, but I just could not believe some of the stuff coming out of her mouth. Like, I know this, it is just what... seemed like so much pent up and she just like let loose. Mm-hmm. We will come to know the side not... of Katie as, um, tequila Katie. That's what they call her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it is definitely a thing where Katie gets very drunk and very mad and like offends people. And there um, are people like that, like that get like angry drunks. Oh yeah, yeah, I know a few. Same, but but then just drink something different. Like most of the people I know, it happens like if they drink whiskey. So then they just don't drink whiskey. Whiskey. Yep. Yep. At this point, Schwartz goes outside and tells Katie that he's mad at her for the things she said to Sheena because, of course, Sheena went in and told him everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's mad for her questioning Sheena's fidelity to Shay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I don't personally think it was appropriate for Sheena to give Peter a lap dance. But if Shay is okay with it, then who is Katie to judge that? Like, that's, yeah. that's something for Sheena and Shay to figure out yeah if they are good with that then i guess i mean to each it, their it own like between them. i don't know i did some weird shit with my ex that people would probably be like what the fuck so who knows like you know if it works it works <laughs> it works yeah uh but this upsets katie to no end and there's no doubt that the alcohol is making the interaction much worse she says, my own boyfriend is sticking up for the whore in there. And Schwartz is like, girl, you're on a slippery slope. And I think that yep. was the best way for him to put that. Like, he handled that very well. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think he handled that whole situation with her, like, well. And obviously, you could tell this wasn't the first time of him having to manage her in that way. Yes. Um, and They've so all seen I feel it before. Like, yeah. Okay, Jax is back at the therapist. This would be like a great segue into an ad for BetterHelp. So like if you want to sponsor us, I'm just saying like there's a lot of therapy going on in this show or that needs to be going on. So like just holler at us. Uh, VPR Rewind Podcast Mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Okay, so he's back at the therapist. It is the same therapist that he went to last season. And he admits that he lied to her about cheating on Stassi, but he's ready to tell the full truth now. And what comes out of his mouth is shocking. It is, but it isn't because it's Jack. So yeah. Okay. This checks out. Um, Mm -hmm. But first of all, the therapist asks him what Stassi's version would be of why they broke up. And Jack says, well, she calls me a cheater and a liar. Not, she would say it was because I cheated and lied. <laughs> like he admits because to what he did, but there's like, still zero accountability from him. Right. I just feel like Jax, he, like you said, he doesn't want to take accountability. And I feel like if you're going to therapy, like maybe you should start there. Like maybe you should start trying to take accountability with somebody who doesn't know you. And then it might become second nature. Like, yeah, that is that's what she's there for. Idea, Lindsay. That is, that is exactly <laughs> what he should be doing. Uh, if only you had been there to like tell him these things back then. I could have been his coach. It probably would have worked out better than this therapist. Cause I don't feel like she's doing anything for him. She's just then, his money. Uh, yeah. 
Then he says he can't be faithful, that it's not even about the other girl. He would have cheated on Sassy with anybody. So now he's wondering if maybe he's a sex addict. Um, and this is when he reveals to us that he slept with around 300 women. But he tells the therapist, it's not like I do it three times a night every night. I'm not that bad. Which is what that every bad. addict says when they don't want to accept that they have a problem. Like, I, I, I was going to say every night. It's not that bad. Like, I don't snort cocaine every week. It's not that bad. Right. Like, yeah, just sometimes. So it's not yeah. that bad. It's not really a problem unless I'm doing it every night. Yeah. And I, a part of me is just like, I feel like anybody who ever says they're like a sex addict and like that's their problem, I feel like it's always comes after cheating. Mm-hmm. Like that's your excuse mm-hmm. and your crutch. And it's like, no, that's fucking not. Like, get it together. You chose to lay down those people. You're not a sex addict. Like, I don't believe that that is. I feel like that only comes out when somebody gets caught cheating. Like, who was it? Uh, was it Colin Farrell or something? Oh, like, he was, like, the first celebrity that was, like, publicly, like, considering themselves a sex addict. Oh, him Because yeah. he got caught cheating. Yeah. And I think it was, like, in the mid-2000s. No, oh, I'm so gosh, glad that, that just- you said this because that is exactly, like, pretty much what I wrote. Like, he oh. he doesn't – so I'm on the same page as you. He doesn't want to take responsibility or accountability for what he's done. So he's trying to find something to blame it on. So then he can be like, well, I don't want to be this way, but I just can't help it. Like I'm yeah. an addict. It's a true so, addict statement right there. Yes. And I think in his mind, like if he can blame it on something else, then he wouldn't have to change and people would just accept it. And then he wouldn't have to feel bad about it. I think what's really happening is he's starting to feel guilty about the choices he's making. and He doesn't like that feeling. Mm. So he's like, how can I spin this so that it's like a pro a quote problem that I have. And then I don't have to like be responsible for what I'm doing or how I'm feeling about what I'm doing. Yeah. That's my guess. Anyway, I think I missed my calling, honestly, as a therapist. So if anybody wants oh to God. like pay for me to go back to school, um, yeah. that would that would really pan out really well for me. I, yeah, I like that idea. I feel like I could really tell people their like what was wrong with them. <laughs> I feel like I could really be paid to be judgmental. So yeah, but in a kind way, right? Like I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm I'm helping you. You're paying me to tell you. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Yeah. And I'll tell you how to fix it. Right. The therapist asks him, I was like dying at this part. The therapist asks him if he likes to read because she has some books she thinks will be good for him. And he's (laughs) like, I went and saw The Gatsby and I loved it. Never looked at the book, but I loved the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? literally not what she asked you (laughs) i think that's the only book that he knows the name of because he went and saw the movie and so he was like let me throw this in there so if she thinks i know the name of a book yeah probably her response was what really (laughs) had me on the floor because she said she said i'm thinking of something that will speak to you in a language that is really easy to process like she basically called him dumb to his face but he's too dumb to figure that out and I was like, oh, In a my nice God, way. this is gold. Yeah. This is gold. She's um, like, is this a fucking joke? Like, is this reality show being filmed? Is this punked? Right. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's not Vanderpump. It's punked. She was apparently like um, the therapist for Oprah's network. Oh, the own the network or whatever. And she came on to this was I think this was after Vanderpump and she came on to Vanderpump to like she agreed to be on here to like promote therapy and oh okay get get more people to go because now it's a big thing everybody fucking goes to therapy back then you didn't go to therapy you figured it out yourself you know mostly I guess the girls are having a yard sale Christina, Stassi, and Kristen, the day Which, after Peter's Peter's birthday. Yeah, I was it even considered a yard sale. It looked like they had like two tables in a in a <laughs> narrow ass fucking driveway. Yeah, that, that it looked like they had boxes like those people that have like the stuff on the curb that says "free to good home" because <laughs> it, it literally I wouldn't 
that would have been a garage sale that I would have drove past and been like, they ain't got shit. Like, keep moving. Yeah. It did not I'm like, look oh, like look, those people left a bunch of things in their driveway. I wonder if they know. Like, it, yeah, it didn't look at all like a yard sale. Um, Katie is not there, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was throwing waters at them the night before and calling them names and just went completely to the dark side. She was full tequila Katie. And she also... <laughs> drops a bombshell of a rumor that Jax and Kristen had sex in January. My, the way my jaw literally hit the fucking floor. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I almost felt like I had to rewind it. Yeah. Like, Cause I DVR. I right? That's how we all but, felt when not we DVR, first started but, watching this. Yeah. I was like, did I just hear that correctly? And what did you think? Um, I was like, Oh my gosh, like if this is true, like did it's you about think it was down. true? Or do you think it's uh, a rumor? I could see it as a rumor, but then again, I could see it as it being true because drunk people speak a lot of truth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Katie and Kristen, like I feel like it would have been something that Kristen would have confided in Katie about. And yeah, I like, feel like why Katie, would Katie just like pull this out of her ass? It's of all people. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like then, yeah, I thought, oh, my gosh. Like, and Jax, first of all, is just a freaking whore bag. So it wouldn't surprise me on his end. Oh, no. I wouldn't I was ask like, Jax to hook up with Kristen. No. No. I don't think. But I then I was trying to, in my head, I was trying to think, like, okay, they said, like, what, it happened back in January or something that I was trying to think, like, when did the shit go down with with Tom and the girl from Vegas? Like, was that around the same time? Mm. Was she like mad and she was trying to get back at him? Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff was going through my head. But the look on Stassi's face, I was like, if it comes to be true, I will. I think I will be heartbroken for Stassi mm-hmm. that this so called best friend of yours did this. Yeah, could you imagine? Oh, so I am excited to see this unfold. Hmm. I'm excited um, for you to see it unfold too. <laughs> yeah. She also uh, texted Sandoval that same morning and said, I know all about you and Ariana. So Stasi says just what we were talking about. She could totally see Jax hooking up with Kristen. It's the Kristen of it all that has her mind spinning. And Kristen's like, that is disgusting. Stasi, like don't even entertain the idea. And then yeah. in Kristen's interview, she says that the thought of sleeping with Jax is ridiculous and disgusting. Um, so, I mean, at this point, that's what we're going off of, that Kristen is like, no, never happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, okay, but the way that Kristen was saying it when she was like, that's just so disgusting. She was like literally walking away from Stassi saying it. I noticed that as well. <laughs> I didn't know. And I was like, not, bitch, was... turn around and face her and tell her that you didn't fuck her man. Yeah. Like, turn around and face her. Like, don't just walk away and dismiss it like it's not something because Stassi clearly Well, then like, that just makes me wonder, like, is it true? If she can mm-hmm. not look her in the eye because it is true. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know. It's just so crazy. It's just, like, such a crazy rumor that those yeah. two would have hooked up. I don't know. That would just be really shitty. It's at this point that Katie shows up and she says that she doesn't remember most of the night before, but that she should have not repeated that rumor about Kristen and Jax. And Kristen is like, but where is this coming from? Like, do you have some pent up shit you need to talk about? And Katie says, yeah, probably. Yeah. Kristen's like, okay, then say it. Um, but Katie doesn't say it. She just starts crying and says that she hates herself for the way she acted and she leaves. And Stassi says that if the rumor is true about Kristen and Jax, she will kill Kristen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was like, (sighs) I know. Like I already cannot wait for just to record the rest of the season because I, I want you to watch it and (laughs) just want to hear all your reactions because Here's the thing. Either Kristen did it and it's going to fuck up the group and it's going to fuck up Stassi's relationship with Kristen or 
Katie made it up and is spreading this rumor and that's going to fuck up the group and fuck up Sassy's relationship with Katie with Katie. Mm-hmm. So either way, like uh, things are going to start falling apart real quick here. <laughs> oh, just study downhill. Yeah. Um, so that is the end of this episode. And we have to wait until next week to find out, you know, if this rumor is true or not and what's going to happen in Cabo, which I don't know if that's if that's next episode, but it's got to be coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, I will be. I wanted to immediately start the next episode, but I had to go because, hello, I have kids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I just need to watch what happens next because uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Now you see like how everybody got so hooked into the show. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, my green flag for this show was Lisa showing up to Peter's birthday. I just thought she, it was nice for her to show up and she looked like she was having fun. It wasn't like, oh God, my boss is here. Like she was hanging out with yeah. them and dancing, like brought Ken with her and like he was out there. And I feel like they, like, I feel like she's so like, protective of them in a certain way but then also like let them live their life and she knows she can't like change them or you know she might try to guide them but she doesn't try to change them or you know tell them don't do this or don't do that like she's just very like okay like yeah that's great that you want to do that Mm -hmm. yeah especially for a boss like she's yeah yeah i think it helps that like a lot of these people have worked for her for years and years and years. So she's kind of watched them grow up yeah. essentially. And she's known them for so long mm-hmm. that I think she just kind of takes on like a motherly figure with them. Yeah. And a lot of them don't have their families there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, my red flag was tequila Katie. <laughs> that was just a hot mess. And oh my God. um, I feel like I've been there before. So you know, it just, it just sucks that it happened. It sucked that she let it get that far. But then I also just feel bad for her when you wake up the next morning and you're like, what the fuck did I say? Or what the fuck did I do? And then you find yeah. out what you did or said, and you just feel like the biggest piece of shit. That's why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't drink very often. Uh, people. Yeah. But when I do, mm, yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw you at that bachelorette party. Oh my god! <laughs> it's always the bachelorette party. Uh, you guys, Lindsay yeah. had randomly had a bachelorette party here in the town that I live. Like, stayed right down the street from me, and so I took her and her friends downtown, and then I picked them back up. And that that was the only time I've ever seen Lindsay drunk. But it was fun because it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. It was a good time. You had some good conversations uh, with uh, my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah. That I I don't quite, I remember briefly, but he was probably like, what the fuck? Is this girl? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So Lindsay doesn't get drunk too much. No. Uh, my green flag. I thought it was hilarious. The waxing. Um, I just, I just thought it was so funny. Um, because of, the way Stassi reacted, like she just acted like it was no big deal. Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. And then Katie was just, yeah, she she maybe should have gone first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. But I feel like she just kind of got worked up watching Stassi and like kind of like tricked her mind, you know. But right. I wouldn't have done it in the first place. I would have been like, yeah, I'll go for moral support, but I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no thanks. Well, she couldn't afford razors, so maybe she was just trying to like find a different solution. That's true. That's true. Uh, my red flag. I'm going to go with Tom and Kristen and Tom being so fucking inconsiderate again with mm-hmm. not checking the damn menu correctly. Uh, once again, he proves that he is just, he's not about Kristen. Like, no, give it up, dude. Like, just break up with her and be done. Um, and I don't know why and it just doesn't like, I don't know if it's because like Kristen takes care of him, you know, probably. And he feel is she in honestly, I know a few people that are in these relationships where they can just do so much shit to you and you just put up with it. 
mm-hmm. and you fight for a couple days and then they make up and then everything's fine and then it's just back to fighting and it's just it's constant and he knows she's not going anywhere that's the thing with people in these kind of relationships like he knows she's not going anywhere he could do, literally do anything he fucking cheated on her mm-hmm. and she's still after ever and, and that wasn't even the only thing that he's ever done to her like it's right. constant but he knows that she's not going anywhere so that's why these people men and women in relationships like this will continue to do stuff because they have no consequences. Yeah. And if you're not going to have a consequence, then yeah, go the fuck on and do whatever you want. I guess I just don't understand then, like, why don't you just be single? (laughs) Then you don't have to hide the things that you're doing. I just don't get it. For real. Because he probably likes, first of all, he making the the wages he making, he's probably got to have a roommate. Uh, yeah. And And he gets, you know, sex when he wants, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so... And she puts they, tables together. She drives them around. <laughs> drives them around. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, they're just a whole fucking mess. But yeah, when he was like, yeah, I called. They have vegetarian menu. Mm-hmm. And then takes her to this restaurant on this date that's supposed to be for her because he's, you know. Yeah. And then. And then got it, to have some Grandpa Willy Wonka soup for dinner. What the fuck? Yes. And it's like, you are so fucking inconsiderate. And there he is with all his meat being cooked. And I'm like, <laughs> right? You should, have taken, you should have taken her to a fucking salad bar. That's where you should have gone. <laughs> like, you should have taken no. her to Pizza Hut and let her eat from the salad bar. And then he could have had his pepperoni pizza with meat on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so, God. that's it. All right. Well, that was a fun episode to record. Yeah. I liked that one. It gave me a lot of good laughs while I was watching it. Yeah, for sure. So that is this week's episode, guys. Um, Thanks for hanging with us. We would love for you to review, rate, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Give us some thumbs up. Interact with us. Only rate us if you're going to give us a five, though. Like, it's lower than that. Don't waste your time. We'll be back next week with episode eight. See you next Tuesday.